Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is... Shannon Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I have arthritis in my shoulders, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm Most, Jay. Mostly from sitting at a computer. I'm pretty sure that's where, where it came from. I'm I'm Jay, and I, I feel like we're going off brand. It's supposed to be like old men talking about their blood sugar, not <laughs> old men talking about arthritis, but hey, and I, mean, I guess we could expand our, I'm, our I'm, appeal. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm willing to talk about both. Massive pain in my shoulder, especially when I sit at a computer and play games. Well, the good news is you don't spend much time at computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told my wife. I'm like, like, I'm pretty sure the best way to deal with this is to not sit at a computer, but I'm not exactly sure how I'm supposed to do that. <laughs> Doctor, it hurts when I do this. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, it hurts when I do everything that I love and also what I do for work. <laughs> Uh, I'm Josh, and uh, my intro is slightly less depressing, which is that I'm enjoying <laughs> reading the uh, Hugo award-winning novels. I'm I'm going backwards in time, so I'm down to 2004. I figure by the time I hit you the 70s, be... it'll be so esoteric. Oh, okay. To be fair, I I had right read now. some of them already. So. Okay. So did okay. you did you skip the ones you'd already read then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Josh doesn't reread books. I'm not, oh, yeah, oof. Let's, let's verify. Let's be unreasonable here. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm on the uh, last book before the new ones in the Dresden Files right now. So Ugh, I'm so proud, so deeply proud. So I, um, upon Josh and Jay's recommendation, I uh, watched Picard. I got the CBS All Access for seven days so I could watch the Super Bowl. Um, so I don't have to pay anything. And uh, I figured I might as well watch Picard. I watched all of it one day. <laughs> wow. Uh, not necessarily because I thought it was amazing or anything, but mostly because... Um, you were on a time limit. Yeah. 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 Uh, my wife had yesterday off, and so I'm like, oh, I'll take the day off from work too, and we'll just finish it up. So we watched all 10 hours yesterday. First world problems, right? Very much so. So what's your what's your opinion? There's some, there were some good aspects. I enjoyed it. I think it was worth it. I'm, I'm, I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm actually a little glad I didn't pay for it. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. I thought, oh no, you're on a, like a free trial or whatever. So yeah, yeah. seventy oh, okay. free trials, yeah. so I could watch the Super Bowl. But then I was like, ah, oh, well, as long as we're here, we might as well see what we can see. So, so wise. Um, but what I, are we fighting about this week? <laughs> Well, this is this is a regular episode, so Jay has to tell us about his wonderful business, DiscountGamesInc.com. Okay, I can I, I have a story <laughs> that I can share with you. So, um, I so Wizards of the Coast stopped selling Magic through ACD. They stopped selling all product through ACD, which is my primary distributor. Um, I'm assuming someone somewhere knows why they did this. Um, but I am not one of those people. <laughs> and I, I think the uh, people who do know are, are not willing to say publicly. So, um, like trying to get, so I'll go to a distributor and be like, Hey, I want to order, you know, 150 boxes of the new set. Can you do that for me? And they're like, well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> and so, you know, one of the things we like to do is try to pre-sell singles and then, um, you know, open boxes and and ship out the singles. And the earlier you do the pre-sells, the 
more valuable, the higher the price is, the, the price goes down the longer you wait. Um, and so it's difficult to, to put in, to figure out how much we're going to list for singles because we don't know how much we're going to get. So last Friday was the launch of a new magic set called Heim. And the Friday before, I, I'm I'm dealing with three distributors to try to, you know, get product. I called all three of them. I was like, okay, let's get the order in on uh, Monday, or sorry, on Friday afternoon so that it will ship first thing Monday. Um, and one of them had was was getting the bulk of, of the product that I was going to be getting. And... He was like, yep, we've, we've got it locked in. And so Monday comes and goes, and I don't get an invoice from them. And so <laughs> I message him, like, hey, we, we really need this. <laughs> like, we we have to, like, be opening boxes. And, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of logistics between getting this shipped out on time so that we keep our seller rating high. Uh, he's like, I'll, I'll be sure it, it goes out today. And I'm like, and it's going to ship UPS, right? So that it's because at one point he's like, you know, we might ship it freight. And, and I was like, you know, we can't have it go freight because, um, who they, they don't have, it could be any number of days <laughs> on its shipping time on when it arrives. And he's like, yes, it will go UPS. So Thursday rolls around. We have the staffing all figured out to have everyone there, all hands on deck. And so that we can open up cards and UPS comes and they're, are no magic cards. From hmm. that I wanted the story to end differently. <laughs> and so I call him. I'm like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> and, and he's like, Oh, it, it turns out we did ship it via freight. <laughs> and I'm like, what? you said multiple times, like, yes, we shipped it via UPS. And then you didn't. <laughs> and you just like flat out lied to me. Um, and so it, he, he got me the tracking. It, it, it did end up arriving on Friday. We, we got everything opened, spent the weekend shipping stuff out. And I messaged him. I was like, dude, you know, like what is going on? We can't do this. What this, you know, WTF. And he's like, oh yeah, sorry. We'll, we'll do better next time. <laughs> and I just wanted to. Scream into the void <laughs> over the fact that the distributor that I was working with, who like the trains went on time, I can no longer buy product through. And now I'm having to deal with amateur hour because I don't know why. <laughs> I feel but, like we should call this segment Jay screams into the void. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> that was more of a Jay whimpers into the void right there at the end. Yeah. On on Twitter, you mentioned you opened a box that was all black. Yeah, there was, was that a, was that there just was a single box our, or from a different distributor? We were getting some packs that were like all monocolor. What? Yeah. So like, you opened a pack and it was like, oh, every single card in this pack is black. This is awesome. Except not awesome. It's the opposite of awesome. That is wild. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, one, I guess one other thing of note that um, something coming up soon that you can get from Discount Games Inc. Yes. So uh, WizKids for years and years has been doing um, booster boxes of um, Pathfinder and D&D miniatures that are pre-painted. And they're they're randomized packs, and so you know there's a lot of people who don't want to deal with the randomness of opening up packs. They want to actually buy exactly yeah, what they want, exactly what they want. And so we're we're ordering in a bunch of boosters of those, and by the end of the week, uh, the latest set of Pathfinder, uh, which is like Darklands Rising, we are um, will have opened and listed on the website, and you'll be able to purchase those without having to open up random booster boxes. So that's pretty exciting. Is, yeah. Are they brand new booster boxes because there's a game or they just, that's the way they sell them. So low these many years ago, it used to be a game, um, but it's not anymore. 
I don't believe that the so the Pathfinder one definitely doesn't have a game. I don't think the D and D one does anymore either. Oh, that's just it's odd to me that they have it random. It's like I don't have I don't have encounters where I open a booster box and tell my players this is what you're gonna see. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know. I mean they do so so obviously WizKids does sell a ton of just primed miniatures. Um that are some of them are really really cool. Uh, they also sell some premium fit miniatures that are uh, also pretty sweet that are that are not random. Um, but then they also have this product line that is randomized boosters. Huh. I mean, is the is the draw you get more minis for your buck? I guess. Um, I mean, if you compare it to so a lot of the um like a a painted. Um, I guess let me let me check my website real quick to make sure I'm not lying on prices here. <laughs> um, a lot of the painted miniatures, I think they're around um, eight dollars. Uh, um, yeah, the suggested retail on them is is eight bucks. Um, and on the the booster boxes, you're getting four minis for sixteen bucks. Yeah, but that might mean you end up with 42 skeletons. Man, that would be awful if you had a bunch of skeletons. Well, okay, that was a bad <laughs> example. <You might> end <laughs> up yes, with... it was. There are some that you're like, WTF, mate, why Why do I have so many of this item? Yeah, so anyway. To be fair, I have not sent skeletons against any MP- er, players for since the 90s. <laughs> since time immemorial? <laughs> And the thing that's sort of funny about all of this is that I did uh, once upon a time, um, like way back at the start of um, Discount Games Inc., opening up these booster packs. And it, it was back then; it did have a D20 uh, miniatures game that was kind of awful. Um, but that was that was one of the the first things that I made money off of. It was oh. selling singles, not selling those packs, right? Yeah, singles. Yeah, back. Yeah. To what I'm I'm going to be doing again now. <laughs> <laughs> History repeats itself. Yeah, clearly. more things change. <laughs> um, so yeah, check um check that out on the, at the end of the week if you're you're wanting that. We also have um Riot Quest items that release this week as well. So uh, that is exciting as well. Uh, and right. always always check out Muse on Minis and. Smash the subscribe button uh, to join our Patreon and be able to vote multiple times on this. So this is the Galactic Geek Championship. We are now discussing the very last division, uh, which is RPGs and miniatures. Jay and Josh are broken men at this point. Yes. (laughs) I... (laughs) There are so many of your little love things in here. You guys just you just can't handle it. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, you're saying we're just spoiled at this point. I I don't know. Uh, but anyway, um, we have we have banged through uh, movies and TVs, books and comics, and video and board games. So if this is for some odd reason your first episode, you should at least go back three episodes so that you're caught up as to what the Galactic Geek Championship is and why we are doing what we're doing. So we're coming up with the um, 16 properties in this division that we want to be on our bracket. Clearly, I should have listened to that episode before every bracket episode to remind myself what we were doing and why. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who who wants to start? I know you guys, this is probably the, the category that I think the two of you care the least about. Am I uh, am I wrong? It's not it's not it's not lack of care. It's just lack of exposure, probably. Okay. Right? Like, uh, but yes, I don't I don't think I'm gonna have as many hills to die on this time. Okay. So, do either of you wish to put forward the ones you think are gonna be unanimous uh, picks? Yeah, I thought Jay always did that. Let's hear your guesses. Sure, Jay. I can I can go. Um. So, uh, the the obvious one that. Uh, we will have is that scalds Jay's soul. No, um, D and D. I mean, whatever. Right. <laughs> I mean, 
in case you don't have the bonus episodes because you haven't subscribed to us on Patreon, spoiler alert, it will also be seed number one. Seems reasonable. Or rational, at least. Maybe reasonable is the wrong term to use for anything we do. <laughs> okay. Um, after that, I mean, we're each going to have War Machine. We're, we have War Machine roots. Uh, I feel we're contractually obligated, yes. I specifically wrote War Machine, the Gobber faction. Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, next guest, Jay. I love Jay's universal guests is the best. <laughs> um, uh, Warhammer 40k. I, I don't see how you don't have it. Yeah, you're. Yeah, it's there. Okay. Okay. Um. Now I just realized something about Warhammer 40k. Does that then encompass? Because I just I'm looking at my list and I'm like, crap. I have a lot of Games Workshop products on here. And does that mean Warhammer 40k? Does it, for example, encompass? Space Hulk? Yes, I would say it does. Mm, dang it. But I not necessarily, because I have Necromunda on here. I mean, those are the same universe, but they're very clearly different games. And Yeah, I think like, you, and I have I Rogue Inquisitor could... on here as an RPG. See what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, I mean, I feel like 40K is a property in and of itself. The truth is, is the only thing I have on here that sort of duplicates itself. There's, There's two that I have that do that. Um, the Star Wars RPGs and the Star Wars minis games. And I could see the argument for 40K as as a different as RPGs and, and miniatures, but if you're going to throw RPGs in there, I don't think the Warhammer 40K RPGs even make it on the list. Um, and the other one is uh, Warhammer Fantasy. I actually think the Warhammer Fantasy miniatures games and the Warhammer Fantasy RPGs are so separate and distinct that they deserve yeah. to be separate. Okay. All right, that's fine. I'm on board with all this insanity. Um, okay, so next, next one that's unanimous, um, just because of who we are and what we've played together, et cetera, um, I think that Legend of the Five Rings is going to be unanimous. Amazing. No, I didn't put it on there. Oh my what? gosh, Josh. Josh! <laughs> There's so few games on here that are worth a damn, and you didn't put L5R. I'm, I'm a failure. I challenge you to a duel, Josh. Uh, Get dang your sword. It. I jade strike Jay right now. Right. I mean, you even have some awesome memories with this game. <laughs> okay. Here, I, I can I put it. On, I, I'm fine with it being a universally acclaimed one. I just Hell for yeah, some reason think of it. Okay. All right. Okay. I like that too because honestly, it's that's some variety. It feels like to me. There is no reason Legend of the Vibrings does not belong on here. It has put forth sure, some yeah. unique game mechanics and a extremely unique um, setting that is in the world of RPGs. It is it is a beacon. It's a much needed variety as well. Yes, it is. It it, it absolutely deserves its place here. Um, Call of Cthulhu. Yes, I uh, have abs- absolutely. Yeah, this is we're talking Chaosium, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, all of its flavors, which includes there's a D20 version, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I played the GURPS version, so you know, do I need to have <laughs> GURPS called out separately or? No. Call of Cthulhu is the property, and and it though most of those were licensed by by Chaos. Right, yeah. Yeah. Chaos. Oh, uh, sure, sure. I can't ever say their name. Chaos. That, that's part of the that's part of the charm. Yeah. Okay, that's good, man. We're killing it here. Like this is like. What five essentially universals? Let us forget my L5R sin. Um, last this is the last one. I probably am guessing. No, I'll, I'll go with two more that might be universal. Um, Vampire the Masquerade. Yes. Boom. And Shadowrun. Yes. Cybernetic boom. Okay. Uh, I don't have faith in the rest of you for the rest of this. <laughs> Well then, maybe you should just go through the rest of your list. I want to. Maybe you'll get a twofer on here, Jay. Oh yeah, I'm sure there will. Um, so I didn't do a full 16 because I figured it'll just be whatever Trevor wants, anyways. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have the Warhammer Fantasy role-playing game, uh, which I also have. Yeah, I knew you. See, I didn't put it on there, but I totally support it. Like, so I won't fight it very hard because it, like, I love it for the stupidest reason. But I love the number of jobs that it, that characters can have. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, 
some of my so i've i don't play warhammer fantasy very often uh as an rpg i mostly run it but some of my favorite characters and character concepts were players that and that's odd for me because generally the characters i remember were my own but the the characters that i remember in warhammer fantasy are generally player characters and and you know things like um i had a friend that played a rat catcher uh that i mean a rat catcher you know you don't hear memes about how you tell your friends about your level 20 rat catcher yeah yeah you're right right (laughs) so anyway i just i just i i too love the career paths in warhammer all right good one jay let's hear what what, i'm so excited to hear other ways in which we will fail your faith um and really this one should probably be an offshoot of warhammer fantasy but i don't care because i still loved it and whatever um so i have dark heresy as another entry wait so Uh, remind me what dark heresy is it's 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 a 40k rpg it is the 40k you're playing role play in 40k so is it different than rogue inquisitor so inquisitor Uh, you're it's basically the type of characters you're playing in dark heresy you're playing you're playing the heretics uh in uh rogue inquisitor you're playing rogue rogue traders Oh, oh, that's I wrote it down Rogue Inquisitor because I'm a dummy. It's Rogue Trader, sorry. Yes. Yeah, in Dark Heresy, you're playing the Inquisitors. Okay. You kind of combined the two almost. Yeah. But Dark Heresy and, and Rogue Trader, they're the same game. They're just based, the settings slightly. Okay. Uh, it's coming out, coming out from. I combined game. the two because I love the concept of heresy so much. Um, I have Age of Sigmar. Really? So. I sort of combined that into just Warhammer <laughs> Fantasy. That's fine. I mean, Age of Sigmar is the Age of Sigmar is the modern fantasy. Is the it? modern fantasy, yeah. And I, you know, I I kind of combined in like Warhammer Warhammer Underworlds into that. I I considered Necromunda to be part of and Kill Team to be like part of uh, 40k, 40k as well. But yeah, that's fair. I mean, whatever. Again, I don't care. <laughs> 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 I have Marvel Crisis Protocol. I have that. And I've honestly, I put this last one on here uh, because I played a computer game in the setting and loved the heck out of it. But um, I have Numenara on. Tides of Numenara. Interesting. Okay. Numenara is a a campaign setting. Monty Cook has done a lot of RPG stuff. Right. Um, The computer game was. I don't want to say formative, but man, it got me through a rough time a couple of years ago. Like, so I have pretty fond memories of it, but I didn't put it on here because I'm a monster. Uh, but yeah, that's that's basically uh, my list. All right. I I I feel like this is the most full we've been in a bra- in a division this early on in the uh, you know acceding to Trevor's demands portion of the. <laughs> So, so were we in all? We're all three of us in agreement that Warhammer Fantasy roll on the list. I, I'm, I, I'm not going to fight against it. Yeah, I think it's totally reasonable. Yeah, I think that's fine. All right, Josh, what, what do you have? That, yeah, that give Jay us yours. Say? All right. Um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, I have okay. The, well, in no particular order here. So I'm at the top of my list right here, though. But um, I put the Dresden Files RPG again because I have. It's one I've actually played, and I have some fond memories of it, and I'm really sad that we essentially had to stop playing because of me. Um, actually, uh, like, I like that response quite a bit. Okay. Uh, I have... Uh, well, I had Rogue Trader on here, but again, I'm not really going to fight for that one very much. I have Dread. I have that on here because it's aspirational. I've never played it. I've always wanted to. It's kind of an indie horror RPG where you use a Jenga tower for skill checks. So the whole concept the, is like... The gimmick. Yeah. The gimmick you. is written for me, 100%. Like, I mean, it works well. It, it's increasing tension. At some point, there has to be a disaster. Failure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that's the way stories work. It should work that way well in a game, too. So, uh, I have the X-Wing minis game. I, I also have X-Wing. I feel like um, we'd be foolish not to have it on here. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems to have had some staying power, right? There was a time when it was um, king like, of the. It was number two, I think, in sales behind 40k. Wow. At one point, I don't know that. It, I think it's probably lost its, its place. A lot. 
Yeah, okay. but I I think that it it's it still probably deserves its place here. Sure, that's fine. Um, I have Space Hulk. Wow, nobody joined me on that one. I'm surprised. No, sorry. I have Blood Bowl. I do have Blood Bowl. I do think okay. that Blood Bowl has made a big enough impact on miniatures gaming, and I mean, like anytime somebody, anytime somebody tries to make a sports game, it, there's immediate comparison to, yeah. to Blood Bowl. Yeah, right, right, right. And but I'm not, I'm not going Mike to. Mike made a on shame with Blood Bowl is that I, um, I really only played it on the computer. I feel like a fraud. Um, honestly, it's way better on the computer there's actually i don't see too many reasons to actually play i mean it's still a miniatures game and you're still playing blood bowl but it's far better to play with everything automated oh i see what you're saying sure sure it's one of those games that in in actual play overstays its welcome by a significant amount like playing it in the computer actually speeds all that up and i again i'm i am never going to say the blood bowl is a good game because i don't think it is but <laughs> i think that it is there's like a, is um there's a reason why everyone compares it. What's the Steamforge games Guild Ball. Ball equivalent? Is Guild Ball better a better game? Yeah. It okay. I mean, was. It was. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It was. I mean my I mean I my issue with putting Blood Bowl on the list. So first of all, I do feel like it's it's obviously been very uh influential yeah. and popular. But it is just objectively an awful game. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, like, Blood Bowl in some ways is written for me because it has, like, terrible RNG and just all kinds of chaos and stupidity, right? Like, Intentionally, in many cases, yes. Right, right. And it's like, that's like singing Josh's song, basically. I mean, the, the <clears throat> truth is, is that it's the precursor for um, Necromunda and... Um... Uh, what's the fantasy version that I can't think of the name of? Oh, is it really? I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, your characters gain experience, they gain skills, they gain, there's a, a season um, with, I mean, it is the precursor to all of those campaign, small squad-based games okay. in many, cool. many ways. Um, I mean, I totally agree with Jay. It's an awful game. But, but I mean, there's... like, okay, how about this, Jay? Like, what would you put on instead of it? Like, I, I, guess... I think we can come back to that. <laughs> If we okay. run out of spaces, we can throw it in at the bottom. Okay, I got you. But yeah. Anyway, what's what's your next one, Josh? Um, Necromunda, which again for me is aspirational. I've never actually played it. Um, you get full support from me for putting Necromunda on here, but um, I realize that it's it is derivative of both Blood Bowl and 40k. Okay. Um, I have Arcadia Quest, which. <laughs> Trying to switch, slide the board game in there. Yeah, yeah, I guess basically. Also, I figured I could get Trevor's support, and then if if there was actually a hill that I wanted to die on, you know, I I could trade him up for the quest for it. I don't feel like it's a miniatures game. All I right, know, fine. I know it. Ma- I know it masquerades itself as a miniatures game. But it, it's really not. <laughs> fine. Um, and then the last one I have on here is Knights of the Old Republic. Which I don't know why I put it on here. I mean, it is a video game, right? But because you wish it were a miniatures game or an RPG, either or an one. RPG. I guess I was thinking of it as an RPG. The truth is, I there are some other RPGs I probably should have put on here. Like Jade, you Jade didn't even have honorable mentions this time, did he? Uh huh. So here's my yeah. honorable mentions: um, Deus Ex, again a video game, uh, Gaslands, and uh, Pathfinder and Warhammer Quest. Okay, so I do have Pathfinder. I do think that it's significant, and I think that it probably, even though it's... I feel like it's encapsulated in the D&D category. I know that's kind of unfair, but like that's the reason I have it as an honorable I'm mention. pretty sure you've offended basically every Pathfinder player that's listening right <laughs> that's now. That's probably true. I mean, I've played more Pathfinder than D&D, like, I promise. But, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm a monster. Okay, so the things that you haven't mentioned yet, either of you, that I have on my list, um, Battletech, um, I think that within the miniature realm, I know Jay hates it. I know Josh has never played it. Um, I've played the I played the video game version of it. Yeah, that, there's very little that <laughs> represents the actual miniature game, <laughs> but that's fair. Um, the other one I have on here is Deadlands. Oh, oh man, I love Deadlands. I love that setting so much. 
Yeah, pretty much the reason I have it here is almost kind of the L5R thing. It's it is such a unique and interesting setting and such a breath of fresh air in comparison to all the other things that you find in RPGs that I felt like it mentioned it's worth mentioning. It's not really I I don't actually like it. It's not my cup of tea and I do like westerns. I just don't like the mystical part of it. So, um I did throw in um Star Wars uh, RPGs um, as kind of a separate thing. I think that they've been quite popular over the years, um, even though there's been lots of different editions and none of them have had you know, long life. Right. Um, I also have Malifaux in here as a miniatures game. Uh, okay. And then I I took it off, and I'm glad to have it off, and I'm not going to like fight for it in any way, shape, or form, but I did write riffs down. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you have some... Did you write it down because it's influential at some point? Like it, it was in its time. I don't feel like it is anymore at all. Okay. My my theory is that Trevor still has like some twinges of Stockholm syndrome with Kevin Sambita or whatever. And <laughs> I actually own I have a I have a massive wall of RPG books and I own zero riffs. Zero. I do have Palladium books. I just don't have written riffs. But I do have some stock of what he has done and how he has handled Robotech. Oh, Maybe oh, that's the Stockholm syndrome. I see. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, he has held it ransom for at least the last twenty years. That is funny. I mean, he doesn't have it now, but he did for a very long time. So, how many? How many are we at? If we go through the list of ones that we we feel pretty confident should be on there. Okay. Um. So, just a second. Let me mark a couple of these as. Is possibles. Okay, so the ones we have on the list, Dungeons and Dragons, Warhammer 40k, Warhammer Fantasy, um, I, I wrote World of Darkness Vampire, but Vampire the Masquerade, um, I feel like without Vampire, the rest of everything else within the World of Darkness doesn't exist. Um, Shadowrun, War Machine and Hordes, uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, X-Wing, Call of Cthulhu, Legend of the Five Rings. So the the ones that we sort of had... How many, how many is that? Um, that is 11. Okay. Nice. No, no, that's only 10. I'm sorry. Oh, less nice. So the ones that we probably have moderate support for that probably belong on here, um, Pathfinder, Blood Bowl, Necromunda, Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, yeah. <clears throat> say the, say the ones again. The the ones that have just a moderate sort amount of support. Of support sure, yeah, are, yeah. These are basically two first. Yeah, Marvel Crisis Protocol, Pathfinder, Blood Bowl, Necromunda. Um, I think, yeah, yeah, those are those are the only ones that I can think of that we've that multiple people mentioned. Well, I, unless Jay has like a good replacement for it, it feels like you should have Blood Bowl on here. And again, I agree this is probably a stupid reason to be thinking this, but it's like, well, shouldn't you have sort of a a funny fantasy sport style game on here? I I feel pretty strongly that it belongs on the list, even though I kind of hate the game. <laughs> the funny thing is, is I've played I I as much Guild Ball as I played. I've still played more Blood Bowl than I ever played Guild Ball. Hmm. That is funny. It's also kind of funny that none of us even had like a inkling of a thought of Guild Ball. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like rewarding them for the way yeah, they've their community. They burned their bridges with me, so I. That is kind of my attitude. I still have a stupid engineers team sitting in a bag at home. I will throw out um, a couple more that weren't mentioned by by anyone. Um, GURPS is one that maybe um, deserves being on the list somewhere. I had it in my honorable honorable mentions again because it's one I've actually played, but right. I just didn't, I didn't know much traction it would have. Um, I mean, I I've never cared for it because I don't necessarily like generic systems and it is the queen of generic systems is it more of is it more the queen of generic systems than um savage worlds yes okay everything you can play in savage worlds you can play in gurps <laughs> <laughs> i mean the, savage i mean you bring up another potential option savage worlds um is a one that probably should be on the list maybe even more so than gurps so I mean, the two that I would, at this point, looking at the list, the two that I would fight the most for are probably Pathfinder. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's fine to add. I think it should. Part of the reason why is I, th- I think that um, 
And to me, part of what sets Pathfinder apart is kind of their, it's, it's the, the Pathfinder society, kind of the organized play element of Pathfinder is something that's pretty unique with role-playing. Yeah, they've put a lot of support for many, many years. Yes, yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've only played Pathfinder a few times. Um, Josh and I were in a campaign with a friend um, many years ago before he so passed away. So long ago. Right? Um, but they were still putting out basically monthly adventures. Yeah. For uh, you know, over well over a decade. <clears throat> it's it is kind of a cool. Um business model they would put out uh, a monthly adventure and then at the end of the year do a compendium of all of it in one book as well yeah and i i have a bunch of those on the shelf that i i mean they're just free material for me to pick up at any point and be like you know i can run this in any number of systems right okay so we have pathfinder on there um really my only question with necromunda is if it's like separate or distinct from other 40k stuff, if that makes sense. Why isn't I guess why isn't it just part of the the 40k? Well, I feel like the only reason that you put Necroman on there is because it represents that sort of like squad based, you know, experience gaining style minis slash RPG game. So you know what I mean. Like you could put like Infinity in there instead if you wanted to, or Infinity is probably a better choice than Necromunda, to be honest. Oh really? Do do you say that just because it's probably had more exposure in our beloved geek world, or why do you say that? Yeah, I actually think more people played Infinity than Necromunda. Um, I think that Infinity, um, we don't really have a sci-fi game on the list um, per se, um, as far as miniatures. I guess X-wing, um, but it's very different than Infinity. I, I don't know. I just um, if you're wanting to put Infinity on here, I would. I would actually support Infinity. I love Necromunda and I hate Infinity, but I think Infinity probably deserves more than Necromunda does because of what Jay's saying. Necromunda is really derivative of 40k. Oh, okay. Well, is there is there another squad-based game like that that we should consider? Or I'm technically Infinity is kind of supposed to be squad-based, I think. But yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I mean, so both Malifaux and Infinity were games that I considered mm-hmm. and, and there's certainly arguments as to why they should be on the list. Um, uh, but honestly, the biggest reason I didn't was because, um, like they've just pissed They're me off of... <laughs> as a retailer so many times. Oh, as a retailer. Yes. <clears throat> They're such That's awful fair. companies to work with. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, so. I don't really care for either game. I've played both and they're just, they, they feel like they're two decades behind in game design for infinity and, and just t- trying to be different for the sake of difference with Malifaux. I, 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 I realize that that's probably a really rude thing to say about infinity. Cause I think that they have updated their rules and that's probably not true anymore from the time that I played to now. Um, but Malifaux they just came out does, with a new edition, but yeah, like the, the the two most common complaints I hear about um, Infinity are the the games take a lot longer than they should for that size of game, mm-hmm. and the second complaint is that the it, it has a crit system and the crit system is really brutal, <laughs> and so that means that there's well, like wild RNG. yeah wild swings in the game based on how the dice are rolling. Yeah. Uh, so ultimately, is the question which of these is going to get raffle stomped faster, Necromunda, Infinity, or Malifaux? Um, I'm not certain that we have to put any of those in there. I think the Savage World—I'd rather have Marvel Crisis Protocol, Savage Worlds, and BattleTech before those. Oh, I guess Crisis Protocol represents a similar. Um, it's squad based, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm okay with that. It's modern design. I, I think I do think BattleTech should be on there as well. <laughs> oh my gosh! Somebody quote him. Somebody put it in a little like, soundbite for me. <laughs> he'll just he'll just put his quote about I don't care about this. Uh, it's like you know, right next to that. Did you know that the Shadow Wolf has an ERP PC? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. <laughs> we, uh, uh, I, does that guy does that guy still come into your store? Um, yeah, yeah. We need to record him at some point. Put him on a blurb on here. <laughs> Your impression of him was spot on. It's amazing. Uh, so. 
right. Yeah, the listeners think that we're exaggerating. We're not. <laughs> Jay's, Jay is holding back a little bit. Uh, I must admit that that um, if he were really impersonating the guy, uh, we would be going on for another two hours. So. Yes, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> Um, the other one uh, I really do think should be on here is Savage World. Uh, that's okay. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I, I, I will. Yeah, I, I'm fine with that. I mean, because it's really kind of between like that they, or GURPS, right? Like Savage Worlds has had so many different like things made for it that are like these little small projects that no one cares about. Um, but I mean, I mean isn't the well, only other potential one is is Fudge? The, is that a generic system or no? Fudge um, is generic, and then it's implemented in stuff like Dresden Files, which I'm 100% on board the Dresden Files being on this Included? List. Yeah. <laughs> That's really abusing our position, isn't it, when we put Dresden Files on here? Not really. It's it's, it's really well done. we've done that. I mean, we have Bone on here. How dare you? <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm okay with savage worlds how many how many are we need to come up with and what's the list at right now okay let's just go through currently we only have one spot left what we have on the list is dungeons and dragons warhammer 40k warhammer fantasy uh vampire Shadowrun, war machine and hordes uh warhammer fantasy roleplay x-wing legend of the five rings call of cthulhu pathfinder marvel crisis protocol blood bowl battletech savage worlds the ones that have been mentioned at least once are the Dresden Files, Dread, Numenara, uh, the 40K RPGs, um, GURPS, Arcadia Quest, Gaslands, Infinity, uh, the Star Wars RPGs, which is probably the one that should be there, um, Deadlands, Necromunda, Malifaux, and Rifts. So how many do we need? How many how many spots just do we have one. open? Just oh, one. just one. I mean, my, uh, I, yes, Jay. My, my vote is that we put star wars rpgs on there yeah and that we replace savage lands with Dresden files <laughs> what was that trevor world you mean savage yeah, worlds, yeah. yeah 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 uh <laughs> josh are you in agreement with this am i gonna get overruled i'm totally okay with star wars going on there and no, no, I, mean... I i meant the Dresden files thing take kicking off savage worlds which is totally i can't believe problem. you don't want to kick off uh i can't believe you don't want to put Dresden files on here I I don't think it's I don't think it's in the top sixteen RPGs and miniatures of all time. Mm. How come you got rational all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, we're allowed to put on some of the things that we love for the record. I, I understand. <laughs> I just I don't see a single thing anywhere in the entire bracket i mean if if i were to rank these from one to 64 dresden files would be 64 rpg i mean like it would literally get beaten by everything well i mean i hate to break this to you but somebody has to take that spot most of the properties in this this particular group of 16 are going to get beat like a redheaded stepchild (laughs) (laughs) i'm not convinced of that with Took a dark turn. 40k Dungeons and Dragons. Actually, D&D is the only one that doesn't have red hair in Jay's (laughs) dark analogy here. So, (laughs) I do think we'll we'll find out how the the listeners feel. Sure. I I think you're correct that like the very top seeds in this should do well, as top seeds should do. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. But I, I think that like. The number 10 seed of this bracket will probably lose to the number 10 seed in any other bracket. Uh, I'm actually not convinced of that. Well, so it'll we'll be see. interesting to see. Yeah, it yeah. will be interesting to see. I'm so excited for the listeners so, to prove somebody wrong. So your your argument, Trevor, is that Savage Worlds, when it's seeded in the 64th place, will perform better in that slot than Dresden Files? Uh, well, that's not necessarily my argument. <laughs> but you could make that argument. Yes, I actually think I Savage Worlds could beat out some other 16 seeds that it will never see. Um, I guess I guess I, I don't have a, I don't have a great feel for this, but like I I've been under the impression that really no one really cares about Savage Worlds. I mean, am am, am I wrong about that? I think you are wrong, but I okay. I mean, you're the you're the guy that sells RPGs in your store. How many Savage Worlds products do you sell? 
I stopped stalking it because it's so Oh, sold. brutal. That was a savage answer. <laughs> okay, and when's the last time you sold a Dresden Files RPG book? Uh, let me look. <laughs> this, I love this anecdotal evidence. <laughs> I know, right? For a final decision. This is I'm, so good. I'm just saying, I just bought a brand new RPG that's based in Savage Worlds. I have... I have dozens of them, and there some of them are, are unique. Like the Six Gun RPG, um, that's based on the Six Gun comic, is based in Savage Worlds. Um, the Savage Worlds Noir setting, which I bought from Jay not that long ago. I mean, it's been a couple is, years. Is the Pug RPG is that is that a Savage Worlds system, Trevor? Pug Pugmire? Yeah, that's what it's called. I could I didn't remember the name. Oh, it's it's a D and D. It's a five E derivative. Oh, okay, okay. It's 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 kind of the five E OGL derivative. I mean, it's pretty unique. It's pretty far off, but the core rules are essentially D&D. fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, like, let's just say the Dresden Files aren't selling well either. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so good. Oh, yeah. The game that I just bought is called The After. It's a post-apocalyptic Savage World setting. Tell me more. Uh, it's just... I don't know what to tell you about it. It's like um, uh, Gamma World for Savage Worlds. Oh, I see. Interesting. Okay. I mean, so the truth is, is maybe Savage Worlds or Dresden Files are both the wrong answer. And what do you think it should be? Yeah. Um, I'm certainly willing to put Numenara on there. I think that it's probably more relevant. I mean, do you Whoa. sell those? Jay. Uh, probably, yeah. I would have put Gaslands before anything else after after this whole Dresden Files argument. Again, Gaslands is purely aspirational for me. Do you do you carry the Fate core rules, Jay? Um, I have in the past. I'm not sure if it's in stock right now. But it, it, is it? I mean, I guess it also it's in general role playing books do not sell well. Period. Unless it is D and D. Unless it's D and D or Pathfinder, it doesn't sell. Period. Is probably the general consensus across yeah. the board. Yeah. You have to cultivate like a specialty customer base that is supporting you okay well should we be talking about Gaslands or infinity or malifaux then um probably yes um i mean my vote would probably be for Gaslands just because i don't hate the creators of that game <laughs> <laughs> do you actually sell Gaslands stuff jay i sell the core book you do okay yeah do you, do you sell many core books of Gaslands? no no but you're at least willing to support them because they don't have horrible business practices. Because they're not awful humans. It's, <laughs> so I'm not, well, okay. Uh, I wouldn't think it would say, it's not a single human that's the problem. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're bad human beings. I'm just saying that they're bad Oh, it's people. the business practices that are bothersome. Sure, sure. I got you. Yeah, like when, when there, there comes a point where when you are so difficult to work with, you're not worth working with anymore. That makes sense. So you gotta admit that if you're if you are in the medium range miniatures market, you really should be doing everything possible to make it easy on the the local gaming shop to get them to carry your product. Yes, you would think that would be a goal. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how you get you know you could get five to ten customers coming out of one shop if they if the whatever you know if if the community takes on. off. Yeah. Yeah. It's just odd to me, but I, I mean, I, I'm not a business owner and I've seen some of the issues that Jay's talking about. Not, not just there, but you know, across the board. So anyway, I'm fine with throwing Gaslands on here. Um, I don't think it deserves to be on here, but it is the most interesting of those games to me as well. I mean, which, which one, which, which one would you vote for? I mean, I already did Savage Worlds. So you <laughs> of of the miniatures games, I think Infinity is probably the one that belongs there, even though I don't really care for the company or the game. I don't even know what I'm voting for anymore. So this I'm, is basically the last, the last slot. I'm clearly an uninformed voter, like fully up for you know bribery, disenfranchisement, etc. I listen. We we said from the start that we would we would let Trevor have final say. Mm, we did say that. Yes. Yes. Oh, you can. You Listen can have, to how it agonizes him. You can. You can have your selection, Trevor. We have chosen properly, Jay. <laughs> Savage Worlds, it is. And I don't okay. have to choose any of those miniatures games. Done and done. So, final list: Dungeons and Dragons, Warhammer 40k, 
Warhammer Fantasy, uh, Vampire, uh, Shadowrun, Warhammer, or excuse me, War Machine and Hordes, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, X-Wing, Legend of the Five Rings, Call of Cthulhu, Pathfinder, Marvel Crisis Protocol, Blood Bowl, Battletech, Star Wars RPGs, and Savage World. And thankfully, no riffs. <laughs> I don't think that was ever going to happen. Thankfully, no Kevin Sambita products, period. <laughs> okay, well, let us know all the ways that we got this wrong. <laughs> I will say the one I regret not mentioning is paranoia. I love paranoia, but and I think that it's culturally significant, but it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't hold people, up. Yeah. How many people do you know that own a copy of Paranoia? Well, I've never even played it. It's me. just purely aspirational for me. Uh, I'll run it for you. We should make a bracket that's like Josh's aspirational RPGs that will never ever happen. I mean, besides me, do you know anybody in the entire world who owns a copy of Paranoia? I don't think so. I don't either. <laughs> there you go.